Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pro Try News. We are not your typical podcast. We are here to give you a wider scope of the professional triathlon racing field. So I am joined today by Mr. Mark Matthews, uh, hoping for a more positive outlook this week, as last week was a little bit negative, Mark. Uh, is that you telling me that, or is that the DMs we had telling me that? Oh, that was the yeah. DMs. That was the DMs. Yeah, there were, there were a couple of DMs that suggested I was a little bit negative last week. I mean, I, I am fundamentally a miserable person, which accounts for 98% of that, but trying to bring some positivity to this one. Um, I've said it before, though, that people like the PTO and Ironman are companies that they will push out the positives of themselves. That's what they do. That's what marketing is. And that's the echo chamber that is social media from the professional side of the sport, i.e. the companies. So what else does there left to talk about other than, the, you know, try to be critical? But there's better ways to do that. So, yes. Kyle, but we are we are technically positive. the media, so we so can you, technically throw a little shade. Mark, you are the Twitter of our social media, where you can lay out the <laughs> gripes and the complaints and and just throw them in into the world wide web. And and you know what? Um, maybe fair maybe fair critique on last week's episode, but not fair critique of your of your the global. Uh, year that you've had on the pod so you know I think you just take those you just you take the good with the bad and 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 we're uh you're gonna be here for a while whether you like it or not yeah well, I've got nothing else and to the do guy talking that I haven't introduced yet um can I call you can I call you the triathlon husband again is that allowed uh, we're getting I'm going to a triathlon in in uh, less than two weeks uh with uh my wife who used to do some triathlon so I'm I'm one step closer. She's only doing one of the three disciplines, but I'm super excited. A great way to kick off the year, uh, headed to the couples championship. There's, uh, for me, it's going to be really a fun rendezvous with a bunch of people that I haven't seen in gosh, uh, maybe since 2017 at the Island house. So, uh, really excited to, to connect with a bunch of, you know, former friends, Gwen's training partners, and, and I think the big opportunity is for the podcast is, you know, I think we'd love to do a handful of, you know, one or two special shows from the couples championships. I think we were, this is a call out one to the, uh, the fans, two to the athletes that listen, um, you know, we want you on the podcast. Who do you want to, who do you want to have on the, co- uh, the podcast that, that you haven't heard from and, and who will be at the couples championship. So uh, let's, let's use that opportunity. And, and maybe those are going to be shorter episodes, but I think it, I think it's really important for us to, it's a, it's a big race in the U S this year. And I think it's important for us to be there. I'll ask, I'll ask a question that's on everyone's mind. What are the odds Gwen gets bit by the triathlon bug again? You know, amongst her peers, I, I have no idea. I doubt it. I think she's going to look at the silly bikes that everyone's riding with those, with those complete rear wheels and the, and the funky sticks coming off the front, then she might get a little spooked after that and go, ooh, boy, that's a little, that's getting a little crazy. It's a different game, isn't it? It's a very, very different game. Even, even the non-drafting is, um, sorry, even the drafting racing is different to where Gwen left off, you know, what, five years ago? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, coming up on six already. So, um, yeah. yeah. Look, it'll be really fun. Um, you know, shout out to Ben for for having us and, and really... <clears throat> Just really excited to be a part of it and see see the event. And you're doing the swim leg part, are you, man? <laughs> I'm um, I'm doing the spectating leg. I'm cheering. I'm 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 bearing hands. Yeah, I'm bringing Ready the positivity. Yeah, I think the race starts at six a.m. on Sunday, so it'll be a coffee in hand. 
Um, we're, we're bringing Stanley. Uh, there's a pool at the hotel. I, I'm assuming that I'm going to be waterlogged after the weekend. I'm going to have been in that pool all day, every day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids on holiday. <laughs> right. So what do we have this weekend? We had a 70.3 G long, um, which was a close race in the men's as we predicted. Um, though that said, there was a, it was a two horse race for most of the event with um, Sam Appleton and Josh Amberger coming out the swim. Josh took the honors there. They're both big time good swimmers. So I think uh, winning the swim race, yeah, it's not it's not a thing, but it, it is for those guys a little bit. So Josh picked him out the water. Apo uh, got off the bike 15 seconds ahead, but then they had a three minute 47 second gap back to McKenna, who um, Stephen McKenna came off the bike in third. Um, and then there was a it was a bit of a group back at about five minutes. But in the end, Sam Appleton took the day, um, having the, one of the faster runs of the day as well. Um, if not the fastest run of the day, actually, 113.06. Uh, Sean McKenna, in the end, reeled down Josh Amberger, sorry, with the fastest run of the day, 111.18. And Josh yeah. Amberger with a 115.21. He's never been a, a really strong runner, Josh, but I can't help but think he's capable of a little bit more than that. Um, and then Nicholas Free, who has come across, we believe, from some of the Olympic distance racing, coming in fourth. But Nicholas lost about five minutes to Josh, to Josh and Sam on the bike, which is a is a big chunk of time to be taken back. Yeah, you know, it's not where his strengths has lied from that side of the sport. But uh, they rounded up the top four with Tim Van Berkel coming in fifth. Um, Sam Appleton, really the dominant force, two-minute win. But he's he's the classier of those athletes. Thoughts on the men's at all before I go on to the women's? You know, I think we saw some some I'm call them hyper dominant uh, performances from Steve McKenna. You know, coming up on just over a year ago, uh, yeah. And I, I guess I would I I had a little bit more uh, aspiration for for his result on the weekend, um, but you know it it is it is what it is, and that's okay. Uh, you know, would love to have Sam on the podcast here, and, and he's obviously a veteran in the sport, Boulder, uh, Boulder based for much of the year. Obviously, he was in Australia for this race, but I think, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I made a little was, dig at I made a little dig at him last week because he, but it's just the PTA media they push out, and they sort of say he says, you know, if you're looking for my weaknesses, it'll be hard to find. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I sort of implied, well, he still got beat plenty of times, but of course he did. Like there's yeah. there's great athletes out there, but actually he is a very, very well-rounded athlete and his riding has yeah. certainly improved to the point where, you know, he, you know, he put like four minutes into Nicholas Free almost on the bike. Yeah. That's a, a, sorry, into uh, Steve McKenna as well. Now that's yeah. a lot of time. That's a really yeah. so, fast ride. I mean, I saw, I mean, I saw, he must've made a quick trip there because I'm, I saw his bike at the bike shop not that long ago. Uh, so I think he did it. I think he just did a quick trip over there and now he's coming back to the States to race Miami. Is that correct, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. He's on the start list for Miami. So, yeah, um, so I, I just I, went down to Australia, see the fam that he probably hadn't seen in a while since the borders are opening up and then we bought yeah. back to the U S yeah. So I'd, I'd imagine that, you know, this is probably, this was a, a great way to start the year for Sam. And, and I'm assuming we're going to, we're going to be talking about him a lot more. Yeah. As usual. Cause if he doesn't win a race, he certainly features because he, He's up there out the swim, right? So he's in yeah. the race from the get-go, which means yeah. that whatever race you're at, he's, he's going to be a feature for at least the first half of a race, if not all the, all the way through. That's right. uh, in the women's, we had an upset. So I, I pegged the absolute two in the shoe-in favourites as Amelia Watkinson and uh, Ellie Salthouse. But um, actually, it was the conversion from Olympic distance racer Lottie Wilms taking the win and a really comfortable win at that. 
Um, we will say that something happened to Ellie Salthouse. She had a horrendous bike time. Obviously, we, we weren't there to watch it. And uh, it looks like she ran the first lap of the run and pulled the pin. She said she just wasn't feeling good from the get-go on the bike. But it shouldn't detract from Lottie Wilms, who who was pretty dominant. You know, 3.33 win over Amelia Watkinson. Um, a a 22.39 run for her. 123.46 for Amelia, who we know has had some injuries. Grace Theck took off third place with a 119.32. That's the only really punchy run that would compete with um, some of the best women in the world. But uh, Lottie Wilms certainly did a, a great race, having led out the swim, led off the bike, and then led right through to the to the run. So kudos for her in what is the first of her big 70.3s or long-distance races that we've sort of come across, I think. Yeah, it was a new, it was a new name for me on the circuit, um, candidly, you know, and and just obviously it seemed like she put together a great race. So um, Kyle, do we have any insight? Is she going to, is she going to be racing abroad or is she Australian based or do we have any, any sort of feedback there? Well, so, she just, to, she did podium, I think in the uh, Sunshine Coast in 21. So this isn't her first 70.3, but it's, I think it's her first <laughs> win on a 70.3. And she Got was it. the reserve, I think for Tokyo as well. Um, so she's, she's from the system, if that makes sense. Yep. She's been yep. around. Yep. This is her first win. Yeah. Yeah, so she yeah. actually did win. She won 70.3 Sunshine Coast back in September. So um, two for two down in Australia. Wow. It'll be interesting right, well. to see if she comes to the U.S. maybe to get geared up for uh, Oceanside or any of the other U.S.-based races um, in the coming months. So Cool. Because it, it looks like she can swim and, swim and bike with the very best, and then you know her running will, will develop or, or doesn't, and she might ride clear in some of those races. Because, again, like Sam Apo, that swim in these days to make that front group is so important and, and yeah. she's got that. So let's hope she comes, yeah, comes cool. north some way. Great. Well, so, sweet. The only other big news out of this week was probably the Clash Miami uh, list getting released. So we're three weeks out roughly from that race. Uh, any exciting names that you guys saw I mean, that? There's, oh, there's a lot, aren't there? Like, yeah. I, I would say the men's is, is bigger than the women's field. Have you had a gander through this? I was quite I surprised. Count, I haven't counted. Yeah, so just for, for clarity, though, the distances in this are a bit interesting. It's like a, it's a hybrid, isn't it? It's a 1,500-meter swim, 60-something K bike, and a 50K run, 15K yeah. run. So it's actually closer to an Olympic in terms of time, probably, than a, than a 70.3, which is interesting. Yeah. And, and it changes the dynamic, and it changes that who's, who's likely to attend. Yep. I think... If I'm doing a way too early picks on this race, I think uh, Yella is probably a name to watch. Aaron Royal is probably a name to watch. And then maybe Jonas Schoenberg. But of course, we've got, you know, you've got Sam Long, Ben Canute, Jackson Laundrie, Apo. Magnus Ditlev, for me, is still a huge name because that's 60-something K, 66K on the bike. Um that's enough time. <laughs> Did So obviously, you know, the main feedback that I got and and – speaking to athletes that did Miami last year was the technical nature of the course. I'm assuming that the course is going to be the same and, and that the demands, you know, are going to be pretty similar. Um, I, I'm, I'm really thinking out loud here, but how, I can't remember. How did Sam, how did Sam do at the race last year? I, I, I really don't, I really don't know. I don't think he raced because it wasn't, yeah, he, he didn't race. 
Okay, so I'm just the only the only yeah, and I apologize. The only the only people I can remember are Ferdino and and Lionel, and then after that, I like Ben Canute was okay, third, Chris, right? Yeah, Ben Canute, and then Chris Leiferman was fourth. Chris Leiferman. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a battle of them, but it was the Yanjo. So, Detlev raced it as well. He got through to the front of the bike, but but crumbled on the run. Um, okay. And like Starkey was there as well in the women's race. It was when. Um, uh, Lucy Charles got the penalty for undertaking on the bike when she uh, undertook. Yeah. yeah, so it's that race with the like a couple of curves. So it's not like it, whilst it's a closed circuit race, it's not like a Daytona with the speed lap. Um, it's much more dynamic than that. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess I I guess so. I kind of think that this is a race. I'm I'm with Kyle where you know and 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 you Mark where the race is closer to a, a it's a long Olympic distance you know versus a short Ironman and I and and the ITU guys that are coming in, that are stepping in, uh, whether it's Yellow Geens or Aaron Royal, that are used to the, to the dynamic power profile of the bike, I think they'll have subsequent run performances that are that are quite good. Um, obviously, Magnus, I, how does Magnus do? Uh, I mean, he's fine on the turns and the technical he's, stuff. He's isn't great. He? I, so I bumped into Magnus in um, Lanzarote. You know, so yeah. he's out riding all sorts of stuff. It's actually I've just looked according to this. It's a ninety k bike, but I don't know if the pros is different. So. I feel like okay. we've we've dived in a little bit too deep when it's not out till March the 11th. So we will give you Got the full it. details. Okay. But um, I don't. I, I Magnus is a is a good bike handler. I don't think that's yeah. that's a particular problem. What he is though is super powerful and really good at sustaining power. So if yeah. that takes away some of his advantage a little bit, I don't know. But it yeah. certainly makes it harder to hold hold a wheel at a distance, as you know, like coming in and out of corners, trying to hold at 20 meters. It might give him a chance to get away if he needs that. Um, yeah. The women's race is slightly less stacked, we think. Um, it's got Emma Pallant is probably the big race favourite for the for the women's race at the moment. Um, but we haven't got as many of the names down there that we would expect, and I, I think that might be because it sort of clashes with some of the European races and the likes of Lucy Charles, Anne Haug, uh, a few of those will be racing Lanzarote. It seems they're going to stay this side of the pond. Um, Sarah Perisala is doing it; she's done there well there in the past. Um, Rachel, but the big name for me, I think, will be Chelsea Sodaro um back this year you know a plenty of time post-pregnancy i saw her in lanzarote she seems super happy training really well so i think it might be an emma pallant chelsea sodaro rematch which is what they had at um the collins cup but emma uh, chelsea was a little bit hindered there being really quite close to having given birth i think she'd love another rematch at emma yeah i think two names probably for me would probably be ashley gentle and maybe sophie watts coming off of her injury uh, yeah, sorry, Ashley Gentle on that start list, and th- those those people assume that Ashley is a um, just a short course non uh, drafting athlete, but actually she's raced plenty of Olympic non-draft. distance non drafting races, which is times. yeah, multiple Noosa champion. Um, yep. So she she really can ride a time trial bike. So yeah, good shout, Carl. Probably a real first shout. Yep. Sweet. And then uh, the race happening before that one, couples try, and it turns out that's where uh, Gwen's going to make her triathlon comeback. <laughs> you want to talk about that, Pat? We're Yeah, I would plan that it's going to be a single discipline event. I mean, she, she's doing it as part of a, a charity, you know, celebrity relay. So uh, really, really cool opportunity. Um, my understanding is now they've short, I don't know the exact uh the true numbers around this, but they have shortened the distance. So I thought originally it was going to be four Olympic distance or four sprint distances. Each couple was going to participate in two sprints. 
My understanding now is it's been shortened to one sprint race each. So they've, so now it's, that's just going to be the event. Boom. So Kyle, have you heard anything on that? Mark, anything? No. Yeah. I think it's shorter than a sprint. So it's 400 meter swim, a 10 mile bike, and then a 5k run. And then the partner goes. That would make sense. Cause Gwen's going to do two 5k's, but I believe originally she had to do four. So <laughs> she's pretty happy about the, the shorter distance, but you know, I was talking to a different couple earlier and they, they were, uh, you know, they were excited for the long format, right. And, and they thought that that favored them and helped them out. And obviously now it's been, it's been shortened a little bit. Uh, it's in Tampa, Florida at a park there. I don't know if you've been to Tampa. Uh, it's as flat as this table that my computer is set on right now. Um, yeah. and I'm assuming it's just going to be, uh, you know, a freshwater swim in some sort of pond. So, I think, it's a big uh, novelty thing, isn't it? You know, when it's that short, yeah. it's it's just a good way of giving some pros some money back by the sounds of it and doing a bit of a novelty advertising for the bank. But yeah. I'm all for it, really. Yeah, and you I think talk about who her teammates are. Um, you know what? I mean, I'm really good. You know, I know one of her teammates really well, and um, and unfortunately, I haven't done my due diligence on uh, Gwen knew who the swimmer was, highly decorated Olympic athlete swimmer. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have enough information on that. That's what my bad. You caught me what off about guard. The cyclist? What about the cyclist? Uh, yeah. A gentleman by the name of Phil Guyman will be hey. the, will be the riding partner for, for that. That's part, great. The, for that part of the event. So, um, yeah, it should be, you know, it should be, should be super fun. Uh, I'm, I, the other thing that I'm curious about is, you know, I saw that everybody's been posting photos in the green waterfall racing kit. Yeah. Will they have different colored kits for the race? I'd be surprised because I, I bet that they're the people sponsored by the bank. I think most people will will want to be in their own kits with their own sponsors. Mm, see, but I think I think part of doing the race is that you're going to be in the waterfall racing kit. Uh, okay. Yep. I don't don't. <sighs> Which is don't. the second time. But so then we have then you suddenly have that, and you have the Collins Cup. You know, like it's not going to be popular for athletes or their sponsors if this becomes a trend trying to make athletes race in different kits. Yeah. Um, we have a, yeah this, so we have a pro trend use triathlon and we have make everyone wear different. We make colors. everyone wear the PTN, the PTN, the PTN shield. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, is, is you, know, you can do it for a little sprint like that. And for something like Super League, you can't do it for the long distance events because the cat's still physically scarred, li- literally physically scarred from the rub she got off one of her kits in a, one of the races where they make you use their kit last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, was a, that was a good dance, Mark. Yeah, no, no, you know, you can work it out. Um, yeah, physically <laughs> scarred. So I don't think it works for a long distance race, but you've got to be in something four, five, six, seven, eight, nine hours. Can I wheel back before I get shredded online to the, the, the Miami course? We went too deep into it. For the professionals, Miami is a 1.5 or one mile swim, which is not the same thing, but fine. Um, <laughs> 37.5 miles or 60.3 K bike. Or a okay. ten mile slash sixteen point nine k run, so okay. it's, it's it is probably closer to an Olympic than it is a seventy point three, give or take. But it's it's a very short, very fast race. So please don't pick me up. You know, I know you're seething when you got, I got it wrong earlier, but I have corrected it now. So, but it does sound it that that distance to me definitely does favor a runner in the end. Fifteen k is a long. So. 
15, 16 K is a long run. 17, 16.9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's a, a lot of running. I mean, you're, you're not, you do not have much more to do a half marathon at that point, you know? And what's, what's the likes of Dick that's going to do 60 K on the bike in? 120, one, two. Like, it's not going to yeah. be much more than that. Right. But I mean, it's, it's, it's also, it's like, the fall off point, right. For the 60 K is, or for the, for the half, you know, is really like the damage happens after 60 or 70 K right. For yeah. most of the athletes where, yeah. they, where, where they really cracked the last 20. So, yeah, I think, I think we'll see some, I think we'll see some tight racing there for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. And the course is exactly the same as you thought last time. It's okay. like, yeah, I mean, there's around. not, Halfway around the loop and then a little zigzag inside. But we'll come back to a full Miami preview show because it's the first of the big fields we've got this year. Yeah. Um, A bit close to the time. So question for you boys on a different note. Did you see the PTO put up a little post about which nation is the best at triathlon? And they kept it broad, so best at triathlon. And then they posted a couple of athletes from each country, male and female. And then the comment section went ballistic. Yeah. Did you guys see this? I did. I think this is pretty easy. Go on then, Pat. No, you're gonna. You, Mark and I are gonna argue here. Uh, I don't think so. Germany. You're smoking crack, Pat. So you, you're gonna say the UK? Yeah, no, no. Germany's <laughs> the only other valid answer. Yeah, I agree. So it, there are only two. There are only two. Yeah, there's only two. Are you sure? Right, because half the comment list is saying Norway. Norway. Because yeah. triathlon's got <laughs> super short. Like PTO has one set of fans, obviously long distance, yeah. and they've got super short memories. Yeah. At, and there's definitely a little bit of sexist bias in there yeah. um, because it's just two blokes at the moment, is, which is why I replied. And friend of the show, Christian Blumenfeld, replied to my comment, <laughs> naming a few of the other young athletes coming through. So, but they're all men, you know, so yeah. Norway's two blokes, isn't it? Pretty much right now. Yeah. Thorns is good. Um, and they've got yeah. some young guns. But you're right. Germany. I mean, what have they got? Anne Howe, Gloria Phillips. Jan Fredino, Patrick Lang, just off the top of your head. And then you yeah, can go down for ages. That's right. That's right. And I think you could probably, you know, the UK is obviously um, on the short course side. It's tough to dispute with their uh, yeah. their history there. You can't. And, well, off. even currently, like yeah. Alex Yee, Johnny Brownlee, Jess right. Amos, That's right. Um, you know, GTB, yeah. Beth Potter, and then Lucy Charles Barkley, Holly Lawrence, Kat. There aren't yeah. so strong men long distance, but Alistair Brown is coming back. Yeah. And there's even an argument for the States over Norway because of the women you have. USA, in the short yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Is, it could yeah. be the USA. I, I, I was just really surprised that so many, such a vast majority said Norway just based off two blokes. If you're not looking at world titles, it could be USA because USA has the most well-rounded athletes, I feel like. Or You've is it that we just have the most athletes? Yeah, I, you know, look, I, I mean, it's an exciting. Okay, now that we're going to go there, exciting milestone um, in triathlon in the states here with now forty uh, NCAA schools uh, supporting triathlon. So now it's an official NCAA sport, and I think. And um, does that mean like scholarships and stuff like that for you guys? For us non-states? Yeah, so full rides is like on the horizon now, rather yeah. than it was like a pipe dream. Now it's like legit possible that you could get full rides from. And does that quite quickly uh, increase the participation at grassroots amongst young people in those sports because yeah. they see it as a way to ride to college? Is that a thing? Yeah. So that's that's one that's one pathway. I think the other pathway is, um, and and the reason why it was established for women primarily first is because they have to do a Title IX offset of of funding 
So there has to be uh, the same amount of dollar, the same amount of, it's Kyle, is it dollar spend or in, it's spend on individual heads, isn't it? Correct. Yes. So um, coaches, directors, those things. Right. But like, obviously there's a big portion of the football money that goes currently to support like women's cross country at every one of these schools. I think mm-hmm. the, the cooler thing is, you know, now this is a, this is a future pipeline for former athletes that now want to become collegiate triathlon coaches. Like uh, our very own Chelsea Burns. Chelsea says. Burns. So there's just, there's, there's the, the greater economic scale that this has on the whole sport, I think is really cool. And then you can break that down more granular, right? Into bike, run, wetsuit, those types of sales. Um, and I, and I think it's going to be really positive. And I've, I haven't been a part of a proper NCAA uh, academic program, but I've seen it. And the way that, you know, a D1 swim school is run is far more professional than, than many other programs. So I think the, the way that it's going to professionalize the future of triathlon um, and create, I just say longevity and lifelong athletes is something that's really, really positive. And the only I've, other thing on the horizon would be like NIL deals since it is now sure. legal for college athletes sure. to get paid. Sure. And of course, like triathlon prospering in the US is only good yeah. for triathlon globally because it's an injection of money into the sport. Yep. Travel is so easy to race stateside or vice versa. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's only a positive thing globally because the impact the US has on global sport, you know, trends tend yeah. to tend to follow. Yeah, of course. yeah and obviously... Um, the health, yeah, you're absolutely right, Mark. The health of the U.S. triathlon scene is is better for everyone globally now. So, I, I think I think that's really positive. I think you know, obviously, I'm in triathlon mecca here in Boulder, but it just seems to be that in in town and right now, there's a buzz about the sport, and people are people do have eyeballs on this sport, and I think it's I think we're coming into a really cool 2022 is going to be an amazing year, but I just think it's uh a really exciting time to be a part of triathlon. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And as harsh as I often am on them, organizations like the PTO have certainly added to that buzz we're feeling right. right now. And the amount of races we've got forward to look, that look got to look forward this year is just incredible. Like we're in a bit of a low patch for podcasting yeah. about pro yeah. racing, but we're going to be coming into a season where there's four races in one weekend and we're trying to squeeze a show into 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kyle, one, one final thing you, you do a great job on this, but is, is there any uh, sponsorship news or athlete signings or anything that, that's caught your attention in the last few weeks? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think anyone's announced yet. I think there's still some athletes that haven't announced their sponsors yet. So I think being on the lookout for that over the next couple of weeks, Magnus Ditlev's got a bike sponsor. Correct. Has that been made public? No. Well, I've not seen it made public, so I'm not about to say it. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, But yeah, I guess, I guess this would be another time too, if athletes are listening and they want to, they want to try and get some plugs in. We, if they sent them your way, Kyle, on on the DMs, that's something, if it was interesting, we'd share it, wouldn't we? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Very cool. Have we managed to square away Lever Running System as a sponsor for the show yet? Have you got that squared? (laughs) Kyle, That's got multiple in? calls this week. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't have a treadmill at my house. I would have to go to my parents' house to to use my but lever if I was able to. Sign Kyle, the whole them. the whole point is is that you could take that system. It's so easy. <laughs> you could take it. You could take it to the gym. You could take it to your Lifetime Fitness or YMCA every day. 
I already have to carry my backpack, my swim bag, my run shoes, all this other stuff. Oh, I, you're I such a triathlete. I hope you've got a <laughs> I don't transition know, I, only, I only have two arms. It. Yeah, I only have two arms. So I just started awesome. training again this week. So everyone needs to watch out. Oh, good for you. All right. Well, okay. So final call out here. Fans, we want to know who you want on the pot, who you want me to interview. Um, we'll bring Mark and Kyle on most likely for those episodes as well. But I'm going to be in Tampa. So who do you want from the couples tri champ? Uh, who do you want us to chat with? And uh, if you're an athlete racing it and you want to come on, hit Kyle up. 